My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to the cast of Reboot, which is a new comedy streaming on Hulu. It's about a dysfunctional cast of an early 2000s hit sitcom, Step Right Up, who must face their unresolved issues and navigate both social media and cancer culture when a young writer pitches a reboot of their show. So first up to talk about the show and what fans can expect is Keegan-Michael Key. I feel a lot of it is from your point of view, and in particular for Reed. So... How was it when you got the script in terms of building Reed? And what are you hoping people get out of kind of watching him evolve throughout the season? One thing I want people to understand about Reed is this sense of him becoming more grateful. That, that's what I want people to say. I hope that that's a part of his path that people are noticing. Is uh, if, if you've watched a, a, a number of the episodes or all of the episodes, you know, when he has that meeting with uh, Gordon, and they're eating dinner together. And Gordon's like, don't you don't, I don't understand how you don't understand that you have a natural gift for comedy, that the character has a natural gift for comedy, but he 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 doesn't even realize it. He doesn't realize how what a precious situation he found himself in. And so he's trying to so so I, I want people to see the gratefulness. The other thing I want them to see is that he is he's trying to make up for something he did in the past. I think he was holding on at the beginning of the series, the beginning of the season about I made the right decision. I made the right decision. And now he's kind of realized, ah, I have some making up to do. I've, I've got some, some things I've got to patch. And he, he's using the step right up as the vehicle to heal these old wounds and patch up these old issues. And how do you feel about like the jokes that they make about the industry and the satirical stuff? Well, I think, I think that, look, the jokes are very inside baseball. And I think for people who are in the industry or people who cover the industry, absolutely hysterical. You're getting them on a different level. But Steve Levitan is so very good at writing human jokes about people missing each other and trying to connect and overcome something or cover a fear, which is something that we all do every day. So I think someone who's not in the industry is going to thoroughly enjoy the show as much as someone who's in it. And also, if I wasn't in the industry, I'd be fascinated to learn. I mean, to me, this show (laughs) is a lot like a very funny documentary. So many, you know what I mean? So many, Monica, of the, so many of the storylines are, come straight from the writer's lives, being in writer's rooms, um, hearing, getting notes from producers. It's, it's very, very accurate. Yeah. It was when I'm watching and I've been on a lot of sets and I just started laughing because like the trailer for everything from the trailers to the writer's room, to the jokes about like the showrunners and just like so much of it happens so yes it's exaggerated but it happens it's based off of a truth of being on set so i'm sure a ton of people are going to want to just see it and experience i think so too you know i was fascinated years and years ago on fx like i don't know anything about the ins and outs of plastic surgery but you're still fascinated by a show like nip tuck you you know what i mean it's 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 a very specific narrow world but the but there's still human interactions and human behaviors and goals that humans are pursuing and what would you tell fans like why they should tune in and watch it i want people to understand that first of all here is as, as steve levitan would say here's a comedy where our real aim 
is that you laugh out loud. <laughs> we want you to more than appreciate it. We, we're, we're, we're gunning for laughs here. We think you're going to have a really good time and actually be sitting in your living room or on your phone laughing out loud at the jokes that we're telling. But there's also this lovely, heartfelt um, quality to the show that Modern Family also had. But it's, I think it's more so. It's more so. I think in this thing, like a lot of recent comedies where there's lots of melodrama in it or there's lots of um, uh, real emotion in it, we have that too and the laughs and the hard laughs as well. So I think th th that's why I'm encouraging people to watch the show. Next up is Judy Greer and Johnny Knoxville. I want to ask you guys, obviously, why did you want to play the character? And are you having fun with the satirical world of like making fun of the industry? while showing the industry in an exaggerated way. First of all, like what got me involved, I think is probably the same thing that got Judy involved, is Steve Levitan. Uh, he's so amazingly talented and he assembled a, a great cast and we all get along and we all have a ball. And I'm not just saying that to be bullshitty. I mean, I'm really it's literally so much fun. It's one of the first jobs in a long time that like, I'm like, I don't want to be too early to work because it's weird, but like I get really excited to go. I mean, outside of Judy Greer, it's been a ball. Oh my gosh. What do you guys love about playing your characters? I mean, it's just amazing scripts we get every week. Yeah. Uh, and it goes back to the the cast and the scripts and, and the direction we get. It, it's just fun. It's just one of those rare occurrences where everything is enjoyable. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get to spend like a ton of time with everybody because of the way that things, you know, the people you're in scenes with and where your storylines go. So um, the few times I would get like a scene with Rachel or Paul or something, like I was so excited. Um, we were always, the scripts were always so great when we would sit down at the table read and it seems like they would just get better and better. And then we would have writers on set, like throwing us other lines to try. And, and it was really great to not feel like, um, to feel like I was, I, I was really taken care of. Like we all were really taken care of. They weren't like, you'll make this funny. You'll figure something out, which I'm so sick of hearing, especially like at this caliber of job, like you'd be surprised at how many times you're like, Oh, you'll make it funny. And I'm like, well, that's not really like <laughs> you, people have told you that. Oh, Johnny Knoxville. You, it's not really there, but you'll make it funny. Like, Oh, <laughs> well, I will do my job. How about you also do yours? Yeah. So, uh, that was not a worry here. And then well, when in doubt, just let Keegan talk because <laughs> he's always yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Keegan and Paul Reiser. It's like, oh, I man. mean, you know, and our whole like all the guest stars and, and, and supporting cast we had just like everyone was perfect. Yeah. And the writer's room. Uh, Rose Abdu is just everything that comes out of her mouth is so funny. I just want to ask, guess my last question is just for fans. What would you want to tell people? in terms of tuning in, why they should check out the show? Well, I think uh, just it's a really funny show. And what I think really sets it apart is how much heart it has. It's got a lot of heart. It's really smart. That rhymes. It's funny. And someone said earlier that there's a lot of little Easter eggs. And that's something I love when I'm watching a comedy. It's like, I want to, I want something that's going to make me like want to watch it a second, third, fourth time. Cause I, oh, I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. So, but yes, heart comedy. Here's Krista Marie Yu and Kayla Morthy talking about their experience on set. So I want to ask both of you kind of how you got involved in this project 
And how would you describe the show? Because it's a show within a show and there's a lot of satirical exaggeration, but truth about some of the industry. Um, I auditioned for the show. I think I want to say three or four times um, and just feel really grateful for having the job. And yeah, the show is um, not only just a show within a show, but a show about people and a show about people trying to get through life and, and navigate love, navigate their jobs, navigate the entertainment industry, which is a whole nother beast. Um, and I'm excited for people to see it. I had a similar experience. I auditioned for it. And when I read the script, I thought this was one of the best scripts I've, I've ever read. Um, and I, I haven't laughed out loud reading a script like that in my entire life. And, uh, I'm, I, and it was, it was like, it was those laughs where I was crying and I was trying to keep reading, but my glasses kept falling up. So I was crying with laughter. And I just thought if this is this good on the page, I can only imagine what this incredible team is going to do this once it's, it's going to camera. And, um, they exceeded my expectations and my expectations were very high. And, uh, it's about the film industry. It's about people rebooting a show. And Steve puts it really well, the creator of the show, where he says, it's not only about rebooting a show it's a bunch of people rebooting their own lives as well and it's a it's a second chance for everybody to um almost go back to high school and try to see if they can make things different this time and this is my perfect segue because for elaine and zach you guys are kind of connecting and becoming friends and you have your own experiences um you know, with Elaine getting in, in behind the scenes and that coming back, right? Now you're older, you know, I'm trying to play continuous storyline. It is like a second chance. And you guys are coming in trying to fix maybe some of the wrongs, change some of the perceptions. Um, so what is that like to portray as an actor? So when you read, you know, there was a show before, how do you prepare to step in and say, okay, this is how I'm going to play it. This is what we're going to see him as, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of, for, uh, for Zach, he's, he plays, he also plays a character on the show himself. So he, there's a character of Zach that's on reboot, but then his, he has a character Cody on step right up. And that was really fun because I got to create a character from Zach's perspective. Like how would he approach this character? Not how would Cam approach his character? And, uh, and, th- and that was a really fun experience. It was weird playing a character, playing a character, but it was uh, a challenge that was just a delight to play. And then Krista, for you, how was it, you know, obviously she's coming in, she doesn't really have experience, which is kind of funny. And I love when they give her that line, but for you, you know, building that. And so how do you prep walking in and just, this is her life. And how do you like kind of build her? I think I, as Krista preparing for Elaine in time, learned a lot about what a Hulu exec does while Elaine was also learning. Um, I think one of the most meaningful things for me as Krista that Elaine got to do was realize and learn that there is no right way of living life. I think Elaine all her life has thought she's, you know, rule follower, do everything the way she's been told, get life right as society has told her to. And um, I don't think in a million years would she ever dreamed of being on a set. And to see her even be able to break break through that, that Stanford, um, expectation and, and be standing there is really meaningful for her, meaningful for me to play and see her grow within that space with the help of Zach. Um, and me personally, with the help of Steve has been, um, incredible. And finally, here's Rachel Bloom and Paul Reiser joking around and talking about some behind-the-scenes antics and what fans can expect watching the show. What interested you guys in playing Hannah, for you, Rachel, 
Paul Gordon for you. And was it fun to kind of mock a little bit of the industry? Um, second to marrying my husband, uh, doing the show was the, I mean, the the biggest no brainer I've ever had in my life. It was just an automatic yes. It's well, yeah, of course it's fun to poke fun at the to fo- poke fun at the industry, especially I think in like the specific granular way of how a writer's room works and how show running works, because that's my area and I haven't really seen that. Uh, I think satirized in the realistic way that this show does. Yeah, it, you know, it is one of those no-brainers. There's a great script with a great, you know, creator at the helm, Steve Levitan, and this fantastic cast. So for me, it was like, yeah. And, and uh, you know, Steve Levitan has talked about how while this may look like we're sort of biting the hand that feeds us and, and making fun of the industry, there are, you know, there's a lot of jokes that are specific to the industry, but it really is a love letter to what goes into these things and you see the commitment and the relationships and the, you know, and people working really hard and people overcoming their own personal stuff to try and do the best work. And, uh, it really, I think salutes and celebrates, uh, the, the, the circus that is making a half hour television show. But it's interesting. It's not just us making fun of Hulu. You also have that, you know, you have a show coming out on Netflix about Blockbuster. And I think that it, it's a, uh, you'll never use this, but it's a testament to how much money all these corporations have um, that you can make fun of them. And they really don't care because they have just so much money and power. Um, they get to, you know, say, oh, we can make fun of ourselves, but it doesn't matter. They're going to make right. billions of dollars. Except for Time Warner, who are much more, much more personally. <laughs> oh, Time Warner, very ethical. Yeah, you got to put them in a separate category. <laughs> How is it for both of you working together? Because obviously there's a little bit of friction between your characters in the beginning, but it's really like kind of like a, a nice little love that kind of arcs into it as the show goes on. So how is that working together? Just went the opposite way. Our characters start off friction and then sort of love. Rachel and I started off like gangbusters. And then after a while, I just grated on her nerves and she was done. She was done. At the end of the last episode, she said, couldn't be, couldn't have come sooner. All of your fucking vocal warm-ups, and you have to do them in my ear. He's snapping his gum. A lot of women enjoy it, but Rachel did not. (laughs) Interestingly, she did not. We, you know, we kind of hit the ground running and all, Rachel and all of us really got along so quickly and and so well. It was a breeze. And there's such great friction written between Rachel's character and mine, you know, coming from different generations, coming from different comedic point of views, which kind of syncs up with kind of where we actually do come from. So it was really easy and great fun. I love acting with you. I could, I want you as a scene partner in everything. You're such a good scene partner. You're just so alive. You're, you're, you're always listening. I mean, you're, you're a fucking pro. Like I, I learn. Are you getting this Monica? This is gold. She's giving you here. Put it in my, in my eulogy. I'd like this. What you expect fans to get out of the show because it's so hilarious. I think they that. I think if people are laughing and have a great time and say, here's a new show, and it's it's very undemanding in the best way. It just goes down really easy. It's people you like, characters you like in a format, and it's 25 minutes, and you don't have to spend a year watching it. And I hope the fans have fun and also realize that the people who make the entertainment were not you know, all of the, those people, they're not some on some sort of elite mountain being like, oh, us with the kings of show business. They're just flawed and fucked up as everyone else. Except for me. <laughs> Except for Paul Ryder. I am the unflawed king. Is everything together. Thank you guys so much. Thank Queen. you. 
Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of Reboot talk about the show and what fans can expect. The show is currently available now streaming on Hulu, so make sure you go and check it out. New episodes will be released weekly. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, so you're updated on all of our video content. Oh, 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 o